Finding your photography pricing can be frustrating, but a strategic pricing guide will do the work for you. You won't leave every ordering session feeling like a used car salesman while hustling to make ends meet. And that's why I'm sharing my five must-haves on your boudoir photography price list today. Hey, boudoir photographers. Are you ready to be totally booked out with high-paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn, and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million-dollar boudoir photography business, working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. Welcome back. This week's episode is the beginner's guide to a boudoir photography price list. A lot of photographers that I've been around that I've coached and that I've chatted with or even used like brand photographers, they're not using a strategic price list. It seems like they just threw some random numbers on a PDF and they're just hoping it works. There is a lot more that goes into a strategic price list. And so today I want to break down what that strategy looks like for a boudoir photographer specifically. Here's the thing. A strategic photography price list is not just numbers on a page. It needs to be set up to guide them to what product you want them to purchase because this will help you hit your business goals, which ultimately helps you hit your personal goals. So for example, let's say according to your business goals, you need to hit $2,500 as your sales average goal. You should set your price list up in a strategic way to make the $2,500 product the most enticing. Now, there's more to this topic, and we're going to touch more on it later in the episode, so make sure you stick around. But being strategic with your price list will also keep your cost of sales in check. And a healthy photography business keeps their COS or cost of sales below 25%, and you can do this by creating a price list in a strategic way. So today we're focusing on the five must-haves on your boudoir photography price list. Let's dive in. The first thing you must have on your boudoir photography price list is a minimum purchase. And truly, I really think this is a non-negotiable, although some might disagree. Some of the pushback I've had from my coaching clients are things like they don't want to make clients feel pressured into spending so much money. Let me just quickly remind you that you are a business owner. You are here to make money. Your business's survival depends on you making money. Your survival depends on you making money. And to me, the minimum purchase helps them understand they will be spending money after the session, like really drives that point home, you know? My coaching clients have also said, my price list doesn't allow them to spend less than that anyway. (laughs) Okay, I get that. But if you don't have a minimum then at the ordering session, they could just be like, well, I don't love my photos. I'm going to pass. Thanks. Bye. Now we all know that's not likely. And I know this too, but why put yourself in that position? That happening just once is too much. Don't you think? Recently, I had a client who didn't read the fine print. Now that rarely happens but it did recently and that is okay. Sometimes clients get upset even if we've done everything we can to prevent confusion. On my website in multiple places, I have my album price ranges, my minimum purchase, and my typical client's average spend. Now, I do wanna say I don't go over pricing in detail until the clients are in my studio and we can look through the products together. I know once the client sees what I offer, 
then she's going to see the value in ordering an album through me because my products are so much better than she can get herself. Plus, I design the album and I take that stress off of her. That being said, she does know my client's average spend and what they typically purchase, so she knows what she should expect. But sometimes I think we only take in what we want to hear And I did speak to this client on the phone, so she heard this as well as read it when she booked. So I'm not taking responsibility for this, but I understand where she's coming from. So we get to the ordering session part of the experience. We're on Zoom and she's upset. And she only wants to spend the minimum purchase requirement, which is $400. But because I've set my price list up strategically, the only thing she can get at this price is a four five by sevens or she could get a two image folio. And that upset her even more because she expected to get more than that. Even though I told her my average client spends between one and 2000, which is around 10 to 20 photos. So at the $400 price range, if you think about the math, you would think that that would be between two and five photos, or that's how I would think about it if I were doing the math in my head. The thing is, like I said earlier, I'm in business to make money and support myself just like you are, just like she has a job to support herself. And photography is a luxury. It should be more expensive. You don't have to have it to live. And that means that I needed to create my minimum purchase to be less enticing so that they end up wanting to purchase something bigger or at least what I need them to be spending. You cannot be apologetic about it. You have to own your price list. When she was upset, I didn't apologize. I was understanding, but I did not apologize because I am in business to support myself. So think about a higher end restaurant. Let's say the cheapest thing on their menu is a house salad. That's probably not what you want to go out to eat, right? It's not going to satisfy you when you were wanting and expecting a steak dinner. But if that's all you can afford, then it's going to do the job. And those restaurants don't feel bad for what they're charging. You shouldn't either as a business owner. Like I mentioned earlier, my minimum purchase is $400. On my price list, you can get the four gift prints or two image folio. That's not what the client wants. They want an album. So the minimum purchase isn't going to satisfy them. That's how I get them to spend more. See why a minimum purchase is so important? It's going to make sure that you at least make something, but rarely will they actually just spend that. The second thing that you must have on your boudoir photography price list is multiple different album options. Most of my clients purchase an album because it's boudoir photography and a lot of my clients want to be able to put their images away so their kids or any visitors who come in don't see them. Also, my studio is in the Midwest and most of my clients are pretty conservative. So this is pretty expected, at least to me. Before I talk about the kind of albums you should offer, I want to talk about how I price my albums. And I price them based on the number of photos in the album versus the number of spreads. And this is pretty different between photographers and you can totally do whatever you want. But the reason that I like to do it like this is it's typically going to keep your cost of sales within like $10 or so and a lot less time spent designing and retouching photos. So basically you're paying for an extra spread. Whereas if you did, let's say 23 photos in an album that can have 20 to 25 photos, your cost of sales will vary between 15 and $25 because you're also paying for more retouching services. Even if you aren't paying for retouching services though, because you're doing your own retouching, you will have more time invested in that album. Does that make sense? 
Okay, albums. Let's talk about the different options that I recommend that you have. And they're all based on the number of photos you're including. So here's an example of what I would have on a price list. A small album with 10 photos, a medium album with 15, a large album with 20, and those small, medium, and large albums, I would make them pretty standard black leather, a six by six, eight by eight, 10 by 10, and then a crazy fancy beautiful album with 30 photos, and then a holy cow, that's amazing, I could only afford this in my dreams album with either 40 or 50 photos. Having these albums will push your clients to typically spend around the medium or large or the crazy fancy album with the occasional holy cow album. And you'll also have the occasional small album purchase, but it'll probably be more rare than the medium or large purchase. And here's a tip. When you sell your first holy cow album, it's time to increase your prices. The third thing you must have on your boudoir photography price list is wall portraits. And this is just because it will make your albums look like a better value. If they're paying $900 for one wall portrait, isn't it a smart option to just pay $1,800 for a 15 image album? Sure, some boudoir clients are going to buy wall portraits, but some won't. And mostly this depends on who your ideal client is rather than how well you sell, to be honest. My younger Midwestern bridal boudoir clients are not at all interested in wall portraits. They're typically more conservative and they would be so embarrassed if their parents saw their boudoir images on the wall. Whereas my clients in their 40s and up, they want something blown up for their bedroom and they own who they are right now in their life. Regardless if you think your clients will be interested in a wall portrait or not, you still need to have them on your price list to show the value of your albums. The fourth thing that you must have on your boudoir photography price list is gift prints. Gift prints are five by sevens or eight by tens. And similarly to how wall portraits show the value of your albums, gift prints do the same. No matter what, I recommend that your gift prints are never under $75, preferably keep them between one and 200. And I also like to do gift print collections. I do 10 for $8.99. So they get one image free if they go this route. The fifth thing that you must have on your boudoir photography price list is optional products like digitals only or image boxes. Some people are just tech savvy or refuse to have their images printed no matter how great your work is or how much you believe in prints. For those clients, I've created digital only collections that are priced high or higher than my albums. I'm still making money with half the work since I don't do my own retouching. I hate not seeing my work in an album or printed in general, but I'm also here to make my clients happy. If this is what they want, I'll let them have it. Image boxes have been great as well. My clients who are in their 40s and up, they have loved these because they're confident in who they are and they want the option to hang their images or set them out, which the image boxes, they make it easy to switch them out or hang them up. If you only get one thing from this episode, I want you to understand that you have to have a price list that guides your clients to spend what you need them to spend so that you can hit your business and personal goals. It is not misleading. It's business. And you are running a business. Don't forget that part. As artists, and maybe even more importantly, as women, sometimes that's something that we struggle with because we want everyone to be happy. This is when we have to separate business and our emotions. Remember, you're building a business to support your life. You deserve to be paid what you want and need to make. Now, these are just ideas for your pricing guide and you should definitely do what's best for you or what you feel more comfortable with. 
as you can see, there's a lot more to designing your price list than just throwing up some numbers on a sheet and sending it to your clients, which is why I created my TLC Canva pricing template. This high converting and easy to use Canva template helps you design a pricing guide based on sales psychology using a lot of the strategies we've already talked about today. So you can easily hit those two, three, seven, even 10K sales. Plus I've added a five minute instructional video showing you exactly how to use this Canva template. If you're interested, I have the link in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.